Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Tara on the line and super excited to chat in with her here today. Tara, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Okay, perfect. Uh, my name is Tara Ong, and I am a wedding and elopement photographer based in Utah. And, yeah, I travel everywhere for weddings and elopements. I do destinations, and lately I've been just focusing a lot more um, on elopement since COVID, that kind of has changed the industry a little bit. <laughs> um, I have been in business for about five years, and it has just been so fun. <laughs> um, I got started in photography kind of untraditionally, like I didn't take any photography classes in high school or college or anything like that. Um, At the time, I was actually going to the university for business and marketing, and I had a really crappy phone. (laughs) It took horrible pictures, and I just really wanted, like, good pictures of my vacations and stuff like that. And so I went out and bought just, like, a little point-and-shoot camera. I think it was, like, $500. Um, It was a cheaper one that I got, and I just fell in love with it. Like, I ended up researching all these different YouTube videos on like how to take better photos and how to use my camera and it just kind of started from there. Um, After going on one vacation in Jamaica and I used my camera, I just really, really loved taking pictures of like (laughs) me and my boyfriend on the tripod. And when I got home, I had a few couples model for me and I, I just knew this is what I wanted to do. Taking photos of couples is just so romantic, and I've always been a huge, huge romantic my whole life, like always reading um, romance novels and like rom-com movies, all of that, and that's kind of how I started, and I just, um, over time, just grew it bigger and bigger. I love that, and um, I mean, starting off and buying your first point-and-shoot and now having the, you know, equipment that you do what's I mean the biggest difference essentially or even just like having you know the best of the best or or starting small and then Mm -hmm. obviously growing (laughs) yeah it is such a big difference (laughs) um I think like the point and shoot kind of gets you by if you're just wanting like photos of like your vacation or your friends but after I would say like a month or two of shooting couples and I wasn't charging at this point, as soon as I started charging, I had to upgrade cameras like pretty immediately <laughs> to the next line. And then I, once I started shooting weddings, I upgraded again because when you're photographing people's um, moments that they're going to have forever, you really need the proper gear. It's just a night and day difference. Um, one of the biggest differences that people don't know is that a cheaper camera can't shoot well in low light. So 
and how many weddings are in really low or terrible light, <laughs> most of them. And so that's going to be just the biggest difference. And then the quality is huge too. So if you want to get your photos printed and your photographer isn't using high quality gear when they blow up those photos, it's going to be really pixelated instead of nice and smooth and a clear photo. Yeah, like humble beginnings, we have to build from somewhere. Um, I mean, just kind of in general, obviously, with COVID and everything, like what are you looking forward mm -hmm. to now, like into the next year and beyond? <clears throat> Honestly, one of my favorite things that COVID did do is I think it made so many bride and grooms realize that a wedding doesn't have to be big if that's not what you want or your wedding is, has all these little intimate moments that you can really put together. Um, because of COVID, you know, so many people switched into weddings and elopements, and it really gave them that chance to do it because they could use COVID as the excuse to have a smaller wedding. And I love that um, it has now become kind of a trend that people are doing it if you don't want a big wedding. And I love what, big weddings too, but if you don't want one, I love that you don't have to have one anymore. You know, they're not for everybody, and I think that's okay. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, the backyard elopements and the, I mean, adventure elopements and a lot of things like that have definitely gotten really, really popular. And, I mean, it's a lot cheaper, too, you know. So yeah. I think it's one of those things that people, people need to keep those into consideration and account for sure. Exactly. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, people that are wanting to get married, you know, like, what do you might have, like, advice to them? Um, maybe whether it's on the, like, wedding elopement end, like, is there anything that you would have advice for them moving here into the season of getting married nowadays? Yeah, I have so much good advice. <laughs> I would say it's really important to focus on what you guys really want. Like if you really want to, you know, like party with your loved ones, making sure that you make those events, maybe not just sticking to like the traditional, maybe like cut the cake or, you know, having a garter toss, just really making those activities special to you guys. And that'll, um, you'll just enjoy your wedding so much more. Um, I think also remembering that not all our weddings are going to look like a Pinterest board, right? They're going to look however you want them to, and they're not always going to be perfect, but they're perfect for you. Um, I think we can get caught up in that a lot too, where it's like all about the details. And I think it's more about the couple getting married instead of like being stressed out about like all your guests um, and all those things, which isn't really like the whole point we're getting married, right? Um, and I think those are always my favorite weddings, you know, really just focus on the couple and them in love um, other than everything else. Um, and then I guess my other advice would be just to cut out things that aren't important to you. So let's say like you don't really like wedding cake and you don't really want that, you can cut that out. You don't have to have it, um, but maybe the photos are more important to you, right? Focus on those and just really, really catering your wedding to what you want would be the biggest advice. Sure. And nowadays, you know, there there's no tradition. There's no, like, I, I feel like tradition here in 2021 and really beyond is, like, making it your own. Um, so mm -hmm. a lot of people, I mean, nowadays don't want, like, garter tosses because it's,
kind of weirds them out with their dad and <laughs> kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. So like, don't do it. You know, like that's just that part's just totally up to you. <laughs> um, I know, but and then you said you're uh, based out of Salt Lake. So where? Are you? Yeah, so I'm based out of Salt Lake, Utah. Um, And it's just really nice because here in Utah we have really, really different landscapes. Whether you go like an hour and a half north of Salt Lake, you have the salt flats. Um, If you stay in Salt Lake, you've got Park City and all the mountains, and then you go three, four hours south and you have the Red Rock and Moab and Zion. So, and then if you go a little bit west, you have sand dunes. So it's just super, super diverse. It's really a photography street here. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And then um, how can we help you then? Um, definitely give me a follow on Instagram. <laughs> um, I would love that. I love to share all of my wedding tips and elopement tips on my Instagram to help my brides as much as I can. Um, that's one thing I do like to include is just kind of like a little bit not like planning services, but like I will help you pick a location and I will always share my tips with you. Um, a lot of my brides honestly just like text me all the time, like asking me wedding questions and stuff like that because as I'm sure you know, we've done so many weddings, you have probably come across most things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then one last nugget that you want to leave here with the listeners today. Hmm. I, I would say, you know, just have the wedding that you want. You know, don't let your family or friends pressure you into something that you don't want. I see that so much, and it just makes me really sad. So <laughs> I would really, really like to say a lot of your vendors are going to be on your side and are going to be your cheerleader for the day. I'm definitely always my couple's cheerleader um, for their wedding day, and... Yeah, just have the day that you want and celebrate with your love. Yep, I love that. Well, Tara, it was lovely chatting in with you. Definitely thank you for your time and patience and technical difficulties that we had. But uh, <laughs> looking <course>. forward, hopefully, <laughs> to meeting you here soon. Um, but, yeah, definitely keep in touch, and uh, we'll uh, chat here later. So thank you again. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. (laughs) Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.